0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio.
1: And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change the world.
0: This is Dr. Kate Seiner, and this is Real Answers. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about clearing away those things that get in the way of you expressing that deep truth of who you are. So, we've been talking about how you can get in contact with this deeper sense of yourself in previous shows, and then how, you know, what are some of the challenges in staying in contact with that. But You know, there are situations where we're actually, you know, we need to make changes. We need to clear things out in order to be able to keep on with this really powerful self-expression. So some of the things that can get in our way you know, is sort of like what it, I want to talk about today. And um, one of the things is, you know, your negative connections. So who are the people that, uh, you know, bring you down or even drag you down or push you down? Or, you know, what is, like, who are these people in your life that, you know, you've been willing to maintain this type of contact with and not, and, and also maintain it in the sense of maintaining the connection, but also maintain it in the sense of maintaining the dynamic, right? Because not every negative connection is something that needs to just be cast out of your life, but the dynamic certainly needs to change. You know, and that can be something for you to change. It could be something for you to work with another person, um, to, you know, kind of co-create. But, uh, you know, we want to start to look at what are these negative connections because, you know, if you think about it in terms of, you know, how it feels if you are, say you go through a day, a two, a week, a year, whatever, and you're eating really poorly, you're eating bad food, and and after a while it starts to wear you down, and maybe you get grumpy, maybe you have trouble sleeping, maybe you start to have digestive tract problems, you know, who knows, everybody has different ways of expressing it. But this happens, and over time, you start to kind of deteriorate. Um, you st- stop feeling as healthy. You stop feeling as, you know, good on a regular basis. And in that same way that, you know, food can do that, we also negative connections can do that, right? So, you know, specifically what I'm talking about here, because we're going to actually talk about different types of negative connections, but specifically here is the relationships that you maintain, that do those things. They bring you down, push you down, drag you down, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So you want to make an effort to create healthy relationships, shift negative dynamics, and then also make a point of clearing away, you know, clearing away the things that do not, are not working for you, are not changing or shifting. Um, to be healthier. You know, and this kind of stuff brings up, it brings up a lot for people. One of the things that changing a relationship or breaking a relationship brings up for people, yeah, feelings of failure, feelings of disillusionment, uh, confusion, uh, shame, um, blaming themselves, blaming another person. So you can bring up a lot of different stuff when we need to make decisions to create these more positive relationships and get rid of the ones that don't serve us. Um, because we all have beliefs and feelings around connection and what it means And how you're supposed to show up as a friend, as a sibling, as a parent, as a partner, you know, as an um, employer, employee, you know, all of those different things. We have a, a belief about them. We have a way that we think things are supposed to go. And, you know, some people, like I said, will very easily blame another person. Um, and they'll say other people are doing this wrong. And that's why, you know, I need to cut this relationship. And then on the other side, some people blame themselves. Why couldn't I have done more? What if, what am I not figuring out? That kind of thing. So really that kind of, uh, Difficulty in kind of taking the right amount of ownership for our connections is, I mean, that's a, it's a really, it's a, it can be a challenging thing. So, in order to get past this, we actually need quite a few different skills. It's not enough, like I said, to just say, keep them in your life regardless or kick them out of your life regardless or whatever. It's, it's much more complicated than that, especially when it comes to family. So, uh, you know, cause our, our families are family. Um, even if we recreate another family, we still have our family of origin. So when, when it starts to get to, um, making these decisions about how to create the healthiest relationships or, you know, how to clear out the negative connections, uh, the best place always to start, not with uh, guilt or reproach or anything like that, but is to look at yourself and say to yourself, okay, you know, what am I responsible for here? How have I contributed to creating this dynamic? What is it? You know, how is it I've contributed to creating this dynamic? And, you know, what is it that I could change to help create things differently? So what's my role in creating that negativity? And usually there's something. Even if it's just getting to the point where we can realize that we've been willing to accept something that isn't good for us, right? We don't necessarily have to be actively creating it, but we are a willing participant in it at some level. And so being aware of that and then shifting that Right. So we look at what is my role? What is my responsibility in creating this negative connection? And we clean up our side. And when we clean up our side, when we ask that question, like, you know, am I just willing to tolerate it? Is it some kind of belief that I have? If, you know, like wherever we want to go, right? So once we start to do that, personal process around it, then it clears the way for the, to the dynamic. Uh, it's like for you to know what to do with the dynamic of the relationship, for you to know whether it is, uh, better to, you know, walk away or whether it's better to try and, and change what's there. So, It's not necessarily that when you kind of do clean up your side, right? You do that kind of getting getting clear inside yourself. It's not necessarily that that immediately translates into knowing what to do in a relationship, although frequently it does. But sometimes it's going to be a little bit more complicated than that. It's going to be a little bit more challenging to actually pull out you know, what it is that, you know, is kind of the most beneficial way to move forward. And one of the things that you can ask yourself is whether or not it's even possible, you know, like um meaning it in pretending, and I, I use that deliberately, but in pretending that you've moved away from something, is is it is it possible that it's still you're still connected in that negative way because you haven't resolved it you haven't really resolved it inside yourself now really I was I was talking to a friend last night who was telling me about kind of going through this process of relationship clearing. And it was really very moving um, to listen to her story. And there were different categories. You know, some categories were like, you know what? We're not a good connection anymore. But I still love and respect you, right? And I'm so grateful for everything that you've been for me and to me. Right? And then, you know, other ones were just... Appreciation, maybe even reconnection, um, in a better way, in a healthier way. And then there was also a sense of like, nope, I'm done with this. I'm actually, I'm pulling the cord. I am, uh, I am putting, I'm putting a, a final end to this. And one of the things is that can you actually do that? She, in this situation, I believe that that was actually a very clear and deliberate choice on her part to create an ending. And, uh, you know, sometimes people want to create an ending, but it's not quite as, as clear or it's not possible for whatever reason. It usually means we have more stuff to work on on our end. So these are all different ways that we might look at what's been a negative connection or just even a, you know, kind of a flat connection and start to like look at ourselves and then make adjustments in the relationship to really bring out, create healthier, healthier, stronger connections when we do this what happens is is, is it's kind of like going from you know that place where you know you you don't have a vital nutrient in your body you know like say maybe you're anemic right you don't have enough iron in your in your blood and you are are suffering because of that right so it's like going from that to all of a sudden you know getting back in balance again and you know the amount of energy that you have the how good you, you might be feeling, right? So so it, it's that kind of change that happens when you get in a right relationship with your relationships, where you start to look at these negative associations and connections and do something about them, recognizing that perpetuating a conflict is something that you do and that it doesn't require another person to stop the conflict. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, things will go back to normal or that there'll be a cre- uh, complete resolve, but we are actually capable of, of doing everything that we need to keep ourselves um, and uh, con- Keep ourselves healthy and contribute to our health. Okay. So that is kind of looking at our, our connections, specifically those relationships that are, are just negative. Like sometimes people will say to me, you know, everybody at work is, you know, they're negative all the time and it's bringing me down. Or this one person at work is negative all the time and they're bringing me down, right? So that might be a really important um, place for you to do some work. Like it can be easy to say, well, I'm in the wrong situation and you might well be, right? Right. But without first taking the step of that personal inquiry, how have I contributed to this? Have I just outgrown it at this point in time? You know, what is it that attracts me to this, you know, type of environment? Without kind of doing that personal inquiry, um, we, you know, run the tended. we run the risk of blaming, simply you know, blaming other people and not owning our own collusion in creating negative dynamics, right? And I want to be clear here about something else: negative dynamic is, or a negative connection, is different than um, a, a conflict inside the, a relationship. Uh, or even a conflict, you know, anywhere in life, right? I, it's like a, a conflict is, you know, where two things are, you know, opposing in their way of looking at things, feeling about things, you know, their, you know, their needs at that time are in, are in conflict. That is different, than a a like a ongoing negative connection like uh you know a uh, someone who and we're gonna talk about kind of like what some of these um behaviors are but you know and, and in it, when it's an ongoing negative connection. That's like, that's something, it's just like, you've gotten in a dynamic, you know, it's like the the classic married couple, you know, you see when things are going wrong and you know, he says something, and she says, "You know, you always do that." And he retaliates with, "Like, well, you know, if you weren't such a blah blah blah, you know, <laughs> then then that's that's really what we're talking about. The is you know, or someone that you see it every single time you see them, they're they're complaining and they're talking about everything that doesn't work in their life. Those are, are negative connections versus. The, um, you know, just the conflict, uh, being at cross purposes with someone, which is actually can be a very healthy, engaging, um, uh, experience. Okay. And so I wanted to differentiate between those two, but we're going to take a, a brief commercial break and then come back with some of the other ways that we kind of hold this negativity in our life and what we can do to clear it out so we have more room to express the depth of who we are. So I'll be back in just a couple minutes after this commercial break.
1: Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development... A PhD in psychology and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. all want to be happier more fulfilled more successful but the question is how dr kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real life tools to get the results you wish to see her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change to learn more, visit www.katesiner.com. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Kate Signer, and this is Real Answers. And we've been talking about connections that um, are negative and um, hold you back from kind of cr- creating the uh, being able to fully express your deep self so I want to move on from that a little bit and talk about some other things that can happen within relationships but that are, are we might hold on to there are negative things that we might hold on to And the first one is holding on to grudges Right. So it is really easy to hold on to grudges. And sometimes it's even easy to hold on to a grudge and forget that we're holding on to a grudge. Yet it is such an overall harmful thing. Um, you know, the, the lack of forgiveness on our part is really the, um, the lack of forgiveness on our part is really only doing us harm. It is um, not something that we're necessarily going to be noticing um, I, or some people don't have it front front in their mind, but it is something that sort of wears at a person over time. So the most the person who benefits most from uh, letting go of a grudge is is you. And so, if you look over your life, if you look and find people that you're still holding some kind of animosity towards, or you are, you know, feeling that they've wronged you in some way, but you're not willing to actually, uh, you know, either resolve it, right? or let it go, then those are a a good thing to take note of. You know, with all of these, as I bring these things up, a very easy thing to do is to say, okay, you know, who are the negative connections I have in my life? Who am I holding grudges, you know, towards? And to, to look at it literally like a, you know, like almost like a 12-step in inventory, but look at it like an inventory to say, okay, what kind of, Changes. Can I make? And withholding grudges, a lot of times people do that because they misinterpret. They, they think they misinterpret the idea or they misinterpret the situation and think that the grudge is actually the thing that keeps them safe. The grudge and un- and remembering the hurt of from the other person is the thing that will will help them not get into that circumstance again, right? And uh, this is not necessarily true. In uh, in fact, when we hold on to things, uh, negative things, we're a little bit more likely to repeat those kind of circumstances. So we, by, by letting, by doing the work to let go of the grudge, we are able to, um, by doing the work to let go of the grudge, we are able to then, um, switch what's happening in that situation, clear out what is overall, um, um, harmful for us so when when we hold on to a grudge in thinking that it protects us from something happening again if if it goes if we suppress it and kind of push it away. We don't want to pay attention to it anymore because it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good. So if that kind of stuff is happening, then what we might do is unbeknownst to ourselves, walk into a situation because we've almost, we've put it in shadow. We can't see it. And when we have done the work to clear out that particular issue, we're very conscious of it. And we're conscious of the whole process, and then we're able to more easily make different choices. Okay. So, the, the feelings that are associated with the grudge, um, are usually very uncomfortable. They're like, um, resentment and anger. Uh, sort of a, a blocked, there's like a, a very blocked feeling that can be associated with a, a grudge. And it's like every time that um, you think of that person, it probably calls up that same, the circumstance or the feeling or whatever. And um, depending on where you are in your development, you may go down that road frequently or not. But um, either way, the negativity is, is active. So the question that can come out of this is like, well, okay, so I know that holding a grudge isn't good, but how exactly do I let go of a grudge? Because I'm angry about this or, you know, I feel like I've been wronged. So, you know, how can I just like, what, what can I do? So instead of thinking it about it in terms of needing needing like a change, needing something to change externally in order to be able to let go of the grudge, right? Um, like a person needs to be able to apologize or say that, you know, uh, not be able to repeat the behavior or, or whatever, right? Instead of looking externally to, for something to change in order to let go of the grudge, we start to look at how we can move into a place of forgiveness. The easiest way to do that that I've found is uh, compassion. It is the willingness to see the humanness in the other person. That doesn't mean that they're allowed to then repeat the behavior. It simply means that you can see, you can see the, you know, the, the motivating factors. You can understand that people have days, weeks, months, years where they're not functioning ideally and that while you might need to put some boundaries in place around a behavior, uh, you can recognize that, you know, this person is limited just like you're limited and that uh, you can just acknowledge that and be willing to let it go. And the letting it go and people have different techniques for that. So you acknowledge the, the humanness, the limitation that is, you know, a part of every person. And, and then letting it go. If you, if you truly are able to acknowledge that, it automatically lifts. Um, but other people have other methods of letting go of the grudges that they hold. Sometimes it happens because we experience the opposite side of something. Like maybe uh, we were hurt because someone lied to us. And then uh, we find ourselves in a circumstance where someone is hurt because we lied to them. And then through that kind of comparison or through that being on the other side, we sort of understand how someone can get themselves into a really bad spot and how they might do something that is hurtful. And once again, that doesn't mean that the behavior is acceptable and more of it should be accepted. It simply means that You know, you've let go of it. You've put it in perspective. If that person, even if that person has done something horrible, it's still possible to just say, that's it, it's done. I'm letting that go. And when you do that, you are really letting yourself move on from the negative experience. That's the beauty of it all. It really has very little to do with the other person in the end. It has a lot to do with your own personal freedom and your ability to live in your truth and to be yourself. Because you are the person that is set free when you're willing to let a negative event be a part of the past, something that you can learn from, but something that's not here today. So along these same lines is are um, our, our unresolved issues. Right. So this is another area to look in your life. Are there unresolved issues to, with someone, with even, you know, a situation? Do you have, you know, doubts about something or lack of clarity with people in your life? You know, the more that this exists in your life, the more that it takes away from your natural energy, your full expression. So, it, when we when we kind of take um, stock of where we've left the ends loose, right? where we allow, you know, stuff to just go un, um, untaken care of, then we start to, with each one of those, kind of take back a bit of energy, take back a bit of space for who we really are. Because none of that stuff is none of those situations are actually who we are. They're the stories that we are replaying. They're the situations that we are kind of continuing to live by but that we don't actually need to live by or to be defined by. So even if it's just something as little as an apology or clearing up something that, you know, you're just not quite so sure about. Hey, did I hurt your feelings? Or, you know, did you understand where I was coming from? And uh, once again, I mean, like everything, you can always go over to the flip side, you know, and, and the flip side is where, you know, something starts to become unhealthy or it creates another problem, right? It's like we're all looking for these, these places where things are functioning optimally. So if you obsess about small details and become you know, hyper-vigilant about every little unresolved thing, that might be a little intense for you. It might be a little intense for the people that you're around. But if you kind of carefully look at things and say, okay, is there something that needs to be straightened out here? Is that something that I can take care of inside myself? Is there a way that I can resolve that inside myself, just like with the grudge or the negative connection? That's the first point to go before trying to resolve it with another person outside of ourselves, right? Because a lot of times when we're looking to resolve an issue with another person, you know, it can come from that place of needing them to confirm us, or needing to know that another person believes the same way that we believe things went down. When we resolve an issue inside of ourselves, we've come to our own understanding of it. We know whether it has meaning or significance. We've evaluated whether or not we need to apologize. Right? And if you are, you know, if you need to apologize, you take action and that resolves it. You need to clarify, you take action, that resolves it. But the first piece is to be willing to look at it and say, huh, what is it, what needs to change inside of me? And sometimes it's just as simple. As being able to let things go. Right. So it's just as simple as being willing to let things go. Say that, you know what, I'm done with that. I'm not carrying that anymore. Then allow it to go back to its place. Which is the only way that those kind of things exist at that point in time is through us. We're the person that's maintaining the negative connection. When we let it go, it's is—it's no longer so actively influencing our lives. So there's so much that can be done with clearing in ourselves. You know, there's so much. It's like it really is an inside job first. And, um, you know, I'll talk about this a little bit in the next segment, but what are some tools that you can use? Because it's good to have a set of tools, even if it's one or if it's a few, but things that you can do on a regular basis in order to easily clear out negative dynamics in your life. Because as you do that, you'll notice, you'll notice the increase of, of energy that you have for yourself and the freer that you feel to be able to express yourself. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and I'll be back in just a couple minutes.
1: Educator Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesiner.com.
0: Hi, this is Dr. Kate Seiner and this is Real Answers. And we've been talking about clearing out the negative connections that hold you back from being able to express the deep truth of who you are. And uh, I've specifically been talking about um, all of the different ways, like the, the ways that that negativity shows up. Right? And then also how we can start on our side of things. How we can start to clean up our side. And a lot of times that removes the problem. But our belief that something needs to change externally in order to create the, the, the clearing or to remove the negativity, uh, is actually part of what keeps us engaged in it. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, holding grudges and unresolved issues and things like that. And the, I, I'd like to talk about people who are negating or discrediting. As much as, um, or if we do it to ourselves, as much as uh, that kind of falls under the category of negative connections, so many people talk about this. You know, I, I don't feel heard by, you know, someone significant in my life, or I feel like they're always putting me down, or they're putting down this thing that I really love. And uh, that. Experience is so common, I think it's worth taking it out and looking at it individually. So once again, let's take a look from the personal side, right? Are, are you putting yourself in these situations? Are you willing to settle for things like this? You know, in other words, is there that belief that in there that this is okay you know this is just what to expect from you know uh you know uh, a man or you know a co-worker or you know whatever right so when when you are kind of when you have those beliefs Right? When you kind of, oh, you, you have those underlying beliefs that it's okay to be treated that way, then that can be one of the reasons that we wind up in those kind of situations. But, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, negative connections wear us down. So what might have started as an occasional comment, can turn into so much more over time because all the negativity in that way, like if we're being negated or discredited on a regular basis, then all of that is going to erode our own resilience. So you ever wonder why uh you know a powerful woman or a you know an intelligent person can wind up in a situation that they're being emotionally abused, right? And it is through a slow process. The person doesn't start, the abuser doesn't start with the same behavior that their the relationship ends with. But they start with much smaller behavior and then it like as the person sort of adjusts to that new way of being, they begin to add, you know, it begin to add more. Once again, that's not necessarily a, a conscious thing, it's something this person's learned to do. Um, it's worked for them in the past. They're repeating it. So the the – While I'm saying pay attention to what it is that you can do, right? I also want to point out that, you know, give your, don't, don't get on your own case. Don't become your own negating, discrediting person. You know, (laughs) have, you know, this, uh, type of negative connection. When you, uh, are, are, feeling either negated or discredited on a regular basis, it's worth taking a look at whether you put yourself, whether you, like, do you commonly put yourself in these kind of situations? But it is very important not to blame yourself for putting yourself in those kind of situations if you do. Blaming yourself is no better than blaming someone else. Okay, so uh, what you want to be able to do is to, you know, be able to, um, you want to be able to look at the situation, right? And look at the way that you are being negated or discredited, and then make a decision from that. In other words, is this a situation that you need to simply move away from? Is it, can you add awareness? Like, please don't say that. Please don't treat me like that. Right? That would just be putting a boundary in place. Or is this a negative connection that needs to be, you know, removed? Right, that it needs to be kind of cleared out of your life, but by keeping people around that are negating or discrediting, it will wear you down considerably. Right, so it is, sometimes people can write it off as not being such a big deal. Maybe they're told, "Oh, you're being too sensitive" or something like that. But it is actually one of those things that can is kind of insidious and can really take away from that uh, fuller expression of who you are. Now, w- when I was talking before the break, I was saying, okay, well, what is it that we can do then? How, what kind of clearing techniques can we use? In order to start to deal with some of these things, right? And there's a lot of really wonderful techniques and in, in my life work uh, virtual program, I call them clearing techniques, right? So they are opportunities to like kind of process or let go of These, you know, toxic, negative connections that we have in our life or to transform them in some way that makes them healthier for us, right? So if you have this, say, kind of negativity in your life, right? One of the things that you uh, can do in order to kind of clear up that, Negativity is to learn to disconnect, right? Mentally, emotionally, energetically. And even if you've already kind of said, oh, nope, that, that person's no longer in my life, you can still make a point of kind of clearing yourself out in this mental, emotional, and energetic ways so that you have, you, you have this feeling of, uh, It's why it's called clearing. You have a a feeling of of it being clear in your relationship with this other person, right? So that's kind of like the the purpose of of the clearing is to make sure that you're, you're, you're creating or you're getting rid of the sort of the negative staticky, um, unproductive connections mentally, emotionally, and energetically or any way that there is a connection. And um, there have been ones that have been used throughout time. And one of them is pono Ono um, and that's a forgiveness technique. And what you do for that and you can look this up on the internet there's lots of great information on it. Um, but it's an opportunity for you to move into a place of forgiveness. It helps you practice forgiveness. And when you practice forgiveness, of course, you get better at it. But when you practice forgiveness, then you, uh, you, you know, you slowly start to clear out that space between you and the other person. So, you know, the words of it, after you bring the person into your mind, the words are pretty simple. You know, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Right? And there's some different versions. But essentially what you're doing is you're you're kind of setting the connection right. And if you look at this, you can find some really beautiful research about the effects that this can have on people. It's a very powerful and effective technique. So I definitely recommend checking that out. So one of the other things that you can do um besides you know a clearing technique like Ono is to to challenge the validity of something and by that i mean you know if you have a belief that uh you have to hold on a grudge to be safe or if you feel that uh putting up with negativity or being discredited is okay. It's just a natural part of of life. Then it is good to challenge those beliefs, to allow yourself another perspective, another way of of, uh, looking at things. Like, does that have to be true? Right? Does that belief have to be true? And as you start to work with this, you realize more and more that beliefs don't really have to be true. Um, we sometimes feel that they need to be. So when we question stuff, then we get to replace it with something that is more productive for us. There's another challenge that can take place, which is really more about just not picking something up. The clearer that you get, the more that you can recognize kind of when something negative is coming into your sphere. And the easier it is for you to just choose not to pick it up. Choose not to accept it into your life. And doing that is an easy way to kind of create, a sense of, of being clear, a sense of, of, of not having negative connections. It's just like you have a choice about what you choose to pick up or what you choose not to pick up, the types of relationships that you choose to maintain. Okay. Okay. So as you start to look at, okay, now that we've discovered or now that we've talked about these different ways that you can kind of be negatively connected in your life and that that negative connection can then hold you back from um, really being able to fully express the truth of who you are, right? You can identify those places in your life. The next part is then what can I do about it? And what you can do about it is pick up. A regular practice, meta meditation, ho'opono ono, something that you've learned from somebody else or, you know, um, there are a series of different clearing techniques that, you know, so you take that and you use that on a regular basis and it actually develops your ability to stay kind of clean and clear. Right. And that it also becomes something that you can do when in challenging situations to help keep yourself kind of as clean and clear as possible so that you have the ability to express the depths of who you are. You have sort of the, the, the best access to who you are. So once you, you know, kind of in, in bringing in those Clearing techniques, I highly recommend that you have at least one in your pocket and that you use that technique on a regular basis to help you, you know, to help you really kind of get the most from yourself because we are really lifted up by our connections and we can also be hampered by them. So by being able to do the work on our end to create positive connections or to create clear clarity, we're able, we're able then to get the most out of ourselves. We're able to have the most access to our, our own personal power. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And I will talk to you very soon next week on Real Answers. Have a great week
1: you've been listening to real answers with your host dr kate signer her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out visit dr kate on her website at www.katesigner.com with dr kate and see how she can help